citizens of the reject nation greg here today we are going to talk about the future of the dcu dc universe and how we believe it's going to be the biggest year yet for the dc universe one that could finally rival the mcu mark my words <laughs> End of 2023, you will be agreeing with Greg. John, how are you? I am excited to talk about this. I'm doing well, sir. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Ladies and gentlemen, shazam that like button if you can. Smash it. Whatever you got to do to do it. So we're going to talk about some several things today. And uh, some several things. Some several things. Those are proper, proper wording in sentencing. We're going to talk about updates in the DCU upcoming movies. Updates on James Gunn and Peter Safran taking over. Black Adam, Shazam, Henry Cavill updates. There's a, there's a whole bunch to go through. And it's all just making me that much more excited for... 2023 and what the dc universe has to offer so first thing on the list that we got to go over that is for sure an indication of th this could be like their most financially successful year to date is they do have four movies officially coming in 2023 we have shazam 2 fury of the gods the flash movie blue beetle and aquaman and the lost kingdom and aquaman one that already hit a billion dollars so if there's one of these that they're looking to possibly make a billion dollars it could be aquaman and the lost kingdom but that's that's got to be at least a couple billion right there oh, you, yeah. you, you know what i mean that's a movie every quarter i mean like the fortunate thing about the position they're in now is that you know the superhero movie machine pumps out so many a year that they can easily catch up in little time with all of these things which one are you most excited for john i want to see sholo maradueña as the Blue Beetle. I want something new, and I'm excited to see what he brings to that. Me, the Flash movie. <laughs> Do it. Yes, Ezra, Make it happen. all day. Flash <laughs> 2. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we have confirmation of those four movies coming out in conjunction with each other, and I wanted to point that out first because what we have here is from CEO David Zosloff, everyone's greatest hero right now. Give it up. Give it up for David Zosloff. Love him. Dude, David Zosloff. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy tax write-off. Let's do Let's this. Let's do this. <laughs> So I got a iffy emotional association with the guy. Yep. <laughs> it's well, very I, personal. I can't imagine why. <laughs> but I'm excited about James Gunn and Peter Safran, to say the least. So there was recently an earnings call, and there's this quote that's been going around. I'll read it for you right now. I've spent a lot of time over the past few months with James and Peter, which I find interesting that he's saying that because, you know, like it, it wasn't that long ago when he took over, and it seems like he's had this kind of in development from the beginning. Talking about our strategy and long-term plans for the future of DC across TV, animation, and film, they have a powerful vision and blueprint that will drive a more unified creative approach that will allow us to enable to the full value of one of the world's most iconic franchises. They are hard at work right now. Meaning Good. that seems like that 10-year plan or whatever the heck it was that David Zosloff was teasing. It looks like they might actually have something... <laughs> In the <laughs> works, they might have a plan. They might have an actual plan now of, of what they might want to do. So, when thinking about this, I was like, okay, we're looking at the release dates of these four movies, and now when you have the Flash coming out in June, a month after that is usually Comic Con, and they can make a big splash at SDCC. Right amount of letters, yeah. Too many C's. <laughs> they can make a big splash there with their announcements of what they have upcoming with whatever the plan is that's being formulated following the success of their multiverse movie, The Flash, and whatever that does with creating timelines or whatever Mumbo Jumbo comes down the road. But bottom line is they could do that. Or if they do wait after Blue Beetle, but before Aquaman The Lost Kingdom, usually that time in October is when they would have the DC fandom where they can make an even bigger splash <laughs> right then and there. Maybe they might even show up at SDCC and DC fandom, but 
if they have this plan that they're putting to fruition because they'd have to work with these four films i think right then and there you know because when you think about the idea of these four movies coming out four movies that are more than likely going to be big box office hits if there's one thing us comic book movie fans <laughs> love more than anything else it's the, the anticipation yes. the hype give me those for, juicy for details more things give to me come. those few talking the, points the future <laughs> give me the same article that, on every site that's what we love more than anything else yeah, it's man. the thing to look forward love to the trickles <laughs> of what comes next rather than the actual product <laughs> yeah so, so so with that in mind, if you're having actual products coming out that are being big hits and then whatever shows they have that are also big hits, I'm assuming Penguin Joe has to come at some point. Oh, sure. And then you have these announcements that alone could generate the biggest year for 2023. John, thoughts? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the good thing, again, about this is that, like, the world is their oyster. The playing field is theirs to gain on. And so I feel like if they could show up at SDCC and then you know, come back with a DC fandom that rivals that of the first DC fandom. They could have a huge mic drop of a year in 2023. And plus, it says right there, TV, movies, and animation. And one thing DC is great at, I think most people agree, is their animated movies, and they have some legendary and prolific TV projects as well. So if they could bring all that stuff together and really, you know, you've got HBO caliber shows coming up from this universe that we already have experience with, I feel like that is a great blend of things to get people excited and to get this universe if not back on top at mm -hmm. least back in a place where it is commanding the full respect it deserves yeah that's why they got to keep canceling shows that nobody likes at that's all that's right nobody <laughs> likes star Make girl room. no one has ever liked star girl no it's really sad what happened there's a lot of sad show. things happening. there's a lot of sad things happening <laughs> but, but there's WB. a lot of things to be hopeful for too i met a guy who works on a pretty big wb show and he says the crew is constantly stressed about the futures <laughs> oh i can't so as much as this is a positive why. video <laughs> about the DCU, I am also going to say that I'm aware that, the, you know, <laughs> and there could be some rocky roads ahead. This, this is, is one well. of many regime changes, and it's just we'll see how this one goes, but it seems like they've picked the right people, so I have faith. I want to embrace a tad bit of optimism. Yeah. And then uh, one thing I do want to talk about that I think should be something that people ought to get excited about. I want to quickly go over a dramatic report. Other people have done videos about it this week already. You guys might have already heard about Dwayne Johnson's thinly veiled disdain for the Shazam movies and perhaps even the character. What's been coming out, the, the long story short, without going into every single quote, is that there was a deleted scene from Shazam that has reportedly surfaced that teased Black Adam showing up in a Shazam sequel and Dwayne Johnson wanted that scene to be removed. Reports about him having this thinly veiled disdain. The reports about him having a thinly veiled disdain and also the fact that Peter Safran produces Shazam so that could create some potential friction. But Dwayne Johnson himself has come out and said that no, there, it's inevitability. They will eventually cross over together and i think if there's one thing dwayne johnson has proven with black adam whether you love that film or not he really does care about the fans and he really does listen to the fans and if he's gonna work his ass off to make sure superman can show up and granted he obviously seems way more excited at the prospect of a film between <laughs> him and superman than he does between him and shazam yeah clearly people want him to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Shazam. They want something there to happen. So I don't think Dwayne Johnson, the guy who's notoriously known for listening to his fans, I don't think he's going to completely ignore his fans. And there has been a rumor, a report coming out that there is a, a scene or post credit scene. I don't know if there's a spoiler or not, just a rumor that they are going to include Black Adam in 
Shazam Fury of the Gods in some way. Yeah, I mean, that would make a lot of sense. And, and yeah, given what The Rock has said on record, I feel like it's just about finessing the project so that they can co coalesce together in a way that makes sense. And I feel like the position you're in with Shazam, as it reads to me, is partly that you have this character who is growing and maturing. And I feel like at a third or fourth movie is the more appropriate time to have him meet a character like Black Adam. And if you look at Black Adam, there is a sense of humor in that movie that is darker, but still akin to what you would see in a Shazam. So I feel like he's well aware that, the, yeah, the source material merits them coming together. And I don't think he has any begrudging quality towards that. So I think it's mostly about taking the right time to do it rather than rushing it. And that seems to be his whole approach this, this entire time. A thousand percent. And of course, you know, we got to talk about any minor update from Henry Cavill. It's about as good as Hugh Jackman updating us on Deadpool 3 which is, it's happening, and I'm excited. <laughs> and so Henry Cavill, he's giving like these quotes out there lately, but there's one in particular. There's an excerpt from one of his very long quotes because he's just been expressing lately how excited he is that he's just going to be back here. He even talked recently about how he hasn't met James Gunn yet, but he's excited to be having these future ongoing conversations with him about the future of Superman within the DC universe. But what he said recently is that, but it is humbling to be the guy <laughs> who gets to be the custodian of that character once again, and hopefully for many years to come, as long as I do justice by the character. So if he's putting out words like that, it could just be him putting out wishful thinking or this hopefulness, which is very Superman-like, <laughs> but putting out this hopefulness of, I want to do more than just like a couple of films or whatever. Like I really want to have a long-term game here with Superman. I think for him to be putting it out, there's gotta at least be some conversations going forward now about what it is the future of Superman will be with Henry Cavill and how long can they gestate that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how can they gracefully grow this into something that can stick around for a long time and carry that weight and cultural iconic importance, I guess, because there has been such a journey and a road with him and it's really gratifying and, and it does seem like the perfect example of a guy who is completely suited to the character and they would be foolish not to make everything they can out of the second chance that this is because you know people are going to be people are already petitioning for him to be reinstated as Geralt like people who love Henry Cavill's characters and if he could really bounce back and really put the definitive spirit of Superman stamp on it I feel like that will it alone buoy the DC universe for yeah. many years to come uh, I think he should come back as Geralt he should. <laughs> I feel uh, bad for Liam Hemsworth, but I'm like, no, he's he's my favorite character. No, 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 yeah. He's, he's I, I can't imagine I not him. I don't want to watch it. I want to watch it for morbid curiosity. I want to but watch I, one episode and move on. But I, yes, that's <laughs> fair enough. I agree. <laughs> All righty, guys. Well, there we are with the DC Universe. What are you most excited about with the future of this franchise? Yeah, just wanted to put that out there really quick and uh, share some optimism about it because I'm starting to feel optimistic. All right, guys. Well, subscribe, leave a like. Hey, let's end this with a Patreon. Lance Door. Lance, it's Thanksgiving time, and uh, we're kicking off this month. We're acknowledging our longest, most loyal supporters by far. You, want, you guys want to know how long of a, like how loyal of a supporter this guy is? He has not swayed from the amount pledged that he has at our Patreon page for a total of 57 months. It's almost five years. Watch right, me do the right? math. <laughs> Watch me do the math. That is not five. 
Is it? That is like five years. Yeah, I got the Patreon for five years. I got to pick a Patreon. I know, it's crazy. Uh, so, Lance, what are you going to do? 365 <laughs> times five, five, two, uh, 1,725 plus seven months. <laughs> I don't know how long it is. <laughs> no. Is, uh, at first, I saw it. I was like, it's, "57 months. That's like, like a little over a year." No, no, like, no, wait. That's how many weeks, though. <laughs> Twelve times six is is uh, is, is no, no, no. Oh, now I'm getting. What are you talking years. about? 12, 12, 12 months, months in a year. So that'd be yeah. four years. Okay, so yeah, like four years. Twelve times five is sixty. Yeah, there you go. So it's like Jeez, four. That's a long four time. years and change. Yeah. That's a long time, Lance. Could what are you doing with your life? Something that could have accrued <laughs> and, and been able to generate a real profit out there. Could have bought a, a few shares of a modest stock and watched it grow Put that into in a... crypto, you'd be a millionaire. Oh, dude, you would. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd lose it and then become a millionaire again and ride that roller wow, coaster to your grave. But I appreciate you being here for as long as you have been, man. It's a, yeah. it's a very, very nice support. So, Lance, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and know that we are extremely grateful for you and your presence. Thank you, buddy.